Welcome to today's podcast on Eat Right for Chronic Kidney Disease and on Dialysis. My name is Yen Sing and this is brought to you by the National Kidney Foundation. In this episode, we chat with Ms. Eunice Tay, a clinical dietitian who has experience with both pre-dialysis and dialysis patients. Now, let us delve into how diet plays a role in dialysis and how important nutrition can be. To remind us all, chronic kidney disease, or in short CKD, means that the kidneys have been irreversibly damaged and the extent of this damage will only increase over time. It begins from stage 1, being normal function, to stage 5, where the kidney is severely damaged and will necessitate dialysis or transplant to survive. This podcast is intended for information only. It should not be viewed as specific medical advice for any individual. We advise you to consult your doctor or other healthcare professionals such as dietitian before taking any action. So welcome Eunice. Thanks for joining us today. Hi Ensing. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us more about the role of nutrition during CKD? Sure. Our diet is important to prevent excessive waste and fluid from building up as well as to preserve existing kidney function and to delay the progression of CKD. As the disease progresses through the stages, the dietary needs of each individual will also vary. So what kind of diet should patients with CKD follow? In the earlier stages of CKD, the impaired kidneys are still able to function, except they will have a hard time removing all waste products from the body. Consuming too much protein can place additional burden on the kidneys by causing it to overwork, and this leads to further damage. Current evidence-based guidelines suggest that pre-dialysis patients should consume adequate but not excessive protein intake. So generally, this will mean lesser protein intake than the general public. So how much protein daily is considered adequate but not excessive? Due to our weight and medical conditions being different, it is important to discuss with your dietitian to find out what your specific protein requirements are, especially if you are vegetarian and taking non-animal sources of protein. For example, a person who weighs 60 kg, estimated protein intake would be about 1 to 1.5 palm size of protein daily, such as chicken, fish or meat. Are there anything else that CKD patients need to take note of? Uh, actually, yes. As the kidney function declines, it also becomes less effective at filtering waste products and minerals such as phosphate and potassium, causing them to accumulate in the body. This can cause blood phosphate and potassium levels to rise, resulting in health complications. However, during the pre-dialysis stages of CKD, whether you need to restrict potassium or phosphate depends on each individual blood test, and if it is high, your doctor and dietitian will work closely with you to help bring that down. Another important function of our kidney is to balance fluids in our body. It is important to limit sodium intake as it can help to maintain normal fluid balance and prevent too much fluid in the body which can increase blood pressure and add extra burden to the heart. I see. Can you share with our listeners what are some ways that they can limit their sodium intake? Yes, so sodium is naturally found in all types of food, especially in packaged and processed foods. So if you're cooking, try to choose fresh fruits and vegetables, meat and fish. Secondly, taste your food before adding any salt, sauces or stock cubes. If more flavor is needed, try to add sparingly. Allow your taste buds to adapt to less salty food by gradually reducing the amount of salt and sauces added during cooking. 
But you might be wondering, then how will my food taste good? There are other ways to enhance the flavor of your food, such as using fresh or dried herbs, spices, lime and lemon juice, tamarind, and also sesame oil. But in Singapore, we also love to dine out. Is there anything that we can do about it? Ah, yes. I have a simple acronym that may help. When we eat out, remember to scan. S-C-A-N. Okay, so S is for skip. Skip the soup when having soupy dishes. C is for choose. So choose plain or unflavored rice over flavored rice. A is for us. Ask for less sauces, condiments, or gravy added to your dish. And lastly, N is for natural. So opt for natural, fresh, and non-processed foods. Wow, this acronym is so easy to remember. I'm going to remember to scan the next time I dine out. <laughs> Thank you for sharing it. So, back to fluid. How much does a CKD patient need to restrict? Mm, fluids are generally not restricted in early stages of CKD patients unless instructed by their renal doctors. Oh, I did not know that. How about someone who is on dialysis? Patients on dialysis generally have to adhere to strict fluid restrictions due to reduced urine output. Both PD and HD patients will have to consider their urine output to determine their fluid intake. In addition, HD patients can keep track of weight differences in between two consecutive dialysis sessions as a gauge, while PD patients will need to monitor the amount of fluid removed during an exchange. Excess fluid retained in the body can cause shortness of breath, high blood pressure, and also swelling. Wow, restricting fluid sounds challenging. Can you share what is one of the main factors that can make it even more challenging to control fluid? Oh, it is definitely challenging. One of the main contributing factors is a high sodium intake, as sodium can make us more thirsty, causing us to consume more fluids just to quench our thirst. Hence, it is also recommended for dialysis patients to limit sodium as much as possible, whether you are on PD or HD. I have learned so much about sodium and fluid up to this point. How about diet for a patient on dialysis? For someone who is on dialysis, uh, they should be taking a higher protein intake with a goal of at least two pound size of protein daily. This is because during dialysis, some of the protein will be lost in the process, causing inadequate protein. Inadequate protein intake could then lead to malnutrition, weight loss, muscle wasting, and reduced ability to fight infections. Dietitians will usually work closely with patients on dialysis to meet their individual protein needs. Apart from protein, getting the right amount of energy is also important for overall health. The energy needs vary with each individual, hence it is best to check with your dietitian what your needs are. Specifically for PD patients, the peritoneal dialysis solution provides extra calories in the form of dextrose, which is a form of carbohydrate. Hence, PD patients may need to reduce the daily carbohydrate intake from food to prevent excessive caloric intake, which can lead to excessive weight gain or poor blood sugar control for patients with diabetes. You may find out the amount of calories contributed by the peritoneal dialysis solution from your dietitian or doctor. What about phosphate and potassium? Do dialysis patients also need to restrict them? Yes, so actually similar to patients with CKD, patients on dialysis will need to restrict phosphate and potassium only if the blood test levels are high. Prolonged high phosphate levels causes complications such as itchy skin, joint pain, fractures from brittle bones, and also cardiovascular death. 
Patients may also be prescribed with phosphate binders to help reduce the amount of phosphate being absorbed from food. As for potassium, it needs to be maintained at a safe level as high or low potassium levels increases the risk for a cardiac event. Based on your experience, what is a common misconception that people with chronic kidney disease may have about diet? Well, often renal diets are viewed as one of the most restrictive diets, but this does not mean that you have to restrict everything. As dietitians, we believe that it is still important to have a well-balanced diet and to consume everything in moderation. Certain foods does not need to be restricted unless indicated by the blood test. So this is where the role of dietitians come in. Our role is to help you to understand your blood test markers and adjust your diet according to your individual needs. How does a dialysis patient know that they are eating well? In general, if we are eating well, we feel fit, energized, and healthy, right? If we are eating poorly, we may be experiencing certain symptoms or illnesses, and this affects how we feel. So same goes to CKD patients pre-dialysis or on dialysis treatment. However, you may also speak with a dietitian who can tell you how well you are eating. Your dietitian might perform a physical examination, check the quality of your diet, as well as screen through certain blood test markers to determine your nutrition status. Wow, this session has been very informative. Thanks for sharing all that information, Eunice. Oh, it is my pleasure, Yensing. I really hope that our listeners are able to take away some information with them today. Once again, thank you, Eunice, for your time today. I would just like to remind our listeners that the sharing today are general guidelines. So if you have any queries, do remember to consult your dietitian to help you plan a personalized diet. For more information on No Right Start Right program, do email us at startright at nkfs.org.